Welcome to New Bridge Present Community, a place we experience perfection unto the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. Join us as Pastor David Ogenenrobo teaches and divides the word of truth. Be blessed as you listen to the sermon. In, In Christ, Christ, we are God's new breed.
as at when David was telling Solomon that instruction, David was a very old man. But you see, David can can talk like that because David had known the Lord from his youth. He was. We can see David was a generation of a of a person. He was a kind of person who grew. He built his life out of his passion for the Lord. Are you following this? His life came out of a passion for God. Let me tell you what I actually did. See, it is it, not just about three the seats here. When I'm not talking about 100 people, when I'm talking about 500 people, I'm talking about millions. I'm talking about people should pass when we are praying and say, who are these people? In those days, when when Israel was praying, when Israel is praying, nations, people from other nations came to just watch them pray. But it has only prophets pray and lifted up their hands. Oh, thou great God of heaven. We really worship God with their life. A, a minister I respect in Nigeria, he said he went to Israel. To, to this moment, they really pray to God. See, if you go to Israel and enter the temple when they are praying, the first two hours they are lifted for the first two hours, their hands are lifted up. Bishem, Adonai, Rabonai. They are worshipping you. How do you understand that kind of thing? People who love God with their life. What they are what they are they are not they are passionate about is not it's not money, it's not sex, it's not are you following this? God is the reason why they live. That's the passion that runs their life. I can't wait to see a day when we are 8,000 in the hall and everybody's praying in tongues. Every, I mean, everybody's praying in tongues. Not for money. But they are interceding with tears. They are praying. That's passion. Interceding for the nations. Let your kingdom come, O oh God. That all men will receive thy kingdom. That every heart will receive thy kingdom. That's the real text of Christianity. That people will walk in the love of God so much that they will love one another so much that the Bible says Jesus talking about the, about the church when he was praying to the Father in John 17. He says that they may love one another, that the world may know. Are you seeing what I'm saying? Where people will love themselves so much because of Christ inside them. Not because of money or social status. Not because of tribe or class. But because of Christ. A passion for the glory of Christ. Certainly a passion for the glory of Christ. That Christ's redemptive work is the reason why you live. Obviously, all of us cannot become pastors. But they will see the way you build your company. They will see the kind of excellence in your life. And they want to find out what has powered this thing. You will tell them is the, the knowledge of Jesus Christ. Somebody say amen. amen. They will see your, 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 the duty with which you carry out business. And try to find out what has happened. Why, why are you like this? You will tell them the gospel of Christ. That's what the apostles were teaching. The apostles would teach them. You read the epistles. You see 
Paul will tell people in Ephesians, in Ephesus, he says, serve your masters as unto the Lord. The same way Christ has served you. You say, once must love your wife, just as Christ has loved the church. It's as if they, they connected everything they did to that redemptive work. Are you following what I'm saying? He will tell Paul, Peter will tell servants, say, servants, even if your master treats you wrongly, suffer for Christ's sake, for Christ also suffered for sinners. The just for the unjust, that he might bring us to God. Is Christ the reason why you're here? Has Christ become the passion for your existence? That's what we are talking about. That you are coming to church because you love Jesus. Tell me I love Jesus. Tell me Christ is everything. If you are following online, type Christ is everything. Those of you who are following online, I want to see it. Type it, Christ is everything. Praise God. Let me tell you, that is the pathway to, to glory. When your life begins to, to revolve around the passion for God, that's the pathway to glory. You look at the character of David in the Bible. He said, I found a man. When Saul was misbehaving, he said, I found a man, David, who will do all my pleasure. He will do everything I want him to do. The Bible says, the, 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 the eyes of the Lord seek, look to and fro, looking for those whose hearts are directed towards him. Certainly, my, my heart is directed towards the Lord. The vision generation with the passion for the glory of Christ representing the, the whole counsel of God. Representing the whole counsel of God. Don't worry, the feedback will rearrange the position of the speaker. Then the mission is we, we are on the mission to present all men perfect by maturing the saints onto the measure. Of the stature of the fullness of Christ. That you see somebody's life and say, Ah, I did not see Jesus, but I saw this person, I have seen Jesus. That this person is a, is a mature saint. He is built up. His life is the result of Christ's work. He has been built up in Christ. Certainly, I'm being built up in Christ. And that's, that's the body in people. Behind what we do in ministry without burden, you won't last long. Are you following me? If there is no burden driving your 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 work, you won't last long. There must be a burden. Let me help you and come back. Amen. That's the reason for this class. Growth and discipleship services. Praise God. For the last two Mondays, we've been treating orthodoxy. Orthodoxy. What is what is orthodoxy? It's the term coined out of the Greek. Greek prefix meaning 
streets. That word auto. The word auto means streets. That's why in engineering you, you hear the word orthographic projection. Auto means correct streets. The approved pattern. The right way. Orthodox. And like I said at the beginning, we are orthodox. Christianity is orthodox. Some people say, I'm not charismatic. I'm not charismatic. I am orthodox. Or they will say, I'm not Pentecostal. I'm orthodox. <laughs> you are actually, we are actually charismatic. What is charismatic? Charismatic is from another Greek word called charis, meaning grace. Grace or the overflow of, of a supernatural influence. Are you following this? But we are charismatic because we are orthodox. Orthodox means traditional, the tradition, the approved pattern. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Orthodox means the approved pattern. So we are charismatic because we are orthodox. The first people we received from, they operated according to the to what the grace that the Holy Spirit gave them. Are you following this? Christianity is the result of that grace. So, if we are following their pattern, then we must be charismatic too. Are you following this? So, we are charismatic because we are orthodox. Amen. Many people who claim to be orthodox are not orthodox. They are not following the pattern. <laughs> are you following this? Many people who claim to be orthodox are not orthodox. Because they are not following the pattern. And the five things I mentioned on which we can build Christian orthodoxy. Number one, we said the Lordship of Jesus. Remember, we said the Lordship of Jesus. Number two, the Lordship of the Apostles. Number three, the Lordship of the written word. Then we said the orthodoxy of prayer and the Spirit. In fact, that's one I can put it under. The, the orthodoxy of charismatism. And the orthodoxy of the church. There was one more I said I'll give at the ending, which has to do with a bias. There is a bias Christianity has. We'll talk about that one at the ending. I'll mention that one at the ending. That has to do with the orthodoxy of the saints. There is a way the saints in Christ are. Praise the Lord. <laughs> Praise the Lord. So, we treated the Lordship of Jesus. I, I would have called it the orthodoxy of Jesus, but many will not get the point. You follow me? So, we call it the Lordship of Jesus. Christianity begins with the Lordship of Jesus. Jesus is our God. Amen. Amen. Then we move to the Lordship of the Apostles. And we said that Christianity is built on the work of the Apostles of Jesus. 
anything that people practice today as Christianity that cannot be traced to what the first apostles laid down is not Christianity. Praise the Lord. Somebody says, oh, how did you get that? We find out from the Bible. The Bible shows us that the Lord Jesus committed his work into their hands. Are you following this? You cannot know more than Paul. We follow what you cannot know more than Peter. <laughs> Praise God. Somebody was preaching on Facebook one day. He said that he, there's some the revelation he has received about the gospel that so the apostles did not know that he can correct you don't tell me about that that he used to correct the Bible. He has entered a pathway. Because the generation has come that they think they know too much. Do you understand? Somebody will just wake up and, and because he has data that he maybe even borrowed it. So and just climb and be writing something. Something like, hmm, I hear you, sir. Things that there is something called the lordship of the apostles. The theological name is apostolicity. When Jesus rose from the grave, he went straight to the apostles and had a 40-day Bible study with them straight, explaining to them things about the kingdom. Those things he explained to them, the Holy Spirit expanded upon them and they wrote the entire part of the Bible. Sorry, the remaining part of the Bible. Are you following this? So we study what was written of them to understand what Jesus said to them. Are you following me? Acts chapter 1 from verse 2. Well, let me just read Acts chapter 1 from verse 1. to explain the vision to you so that you will know the burden with, with which you are coming from. Praise God. So I took time to explain it. That a generation that understands these things to the teeth. Praise God. We are not just many, but we are many and accurate. Praise the Lord. Acts chapter 1 from verse 1. It says, The former treatise have I made, O Theophilus, of all that Jesus began both to do and teach until the day in which he was taken up, after that he through the Holy Ghost had given commandments unto the apostles whom he had chosen. Are you seeing this? To whom? To whom also he showed himself alive after his passion. Now, after his passion, there means suffering. He showed himself alive after his suffering, after his death. You follow this? After his passion, by many infallible proofs, being seen of them 40 days and speaking of the things pertaining to the kingdom of God, let's go, and being assembled together with them, commanded that they should not depart of Jerusalem, but wait for the promise of the Father, which said he he ahead of me. So he rose up from the grave and went for a 40 days Bible study with the apostles. 
Have you started what? What did the Bible? 40 days Jesus was teaching people. Jesus was teaching people the kingdom of God. Then you wake up. And somebody wakes up somewhere and says he will correct the apostles. <laughs> because of the coming days, so we have to rise up and begin to teach things from the rudiments. Praise the Lord. Most are not trying to attack anybody, but most ministries, there are even pastors that don't know some of the rudiments. Every day, some people, every day is seed, 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 seed. Bring that seed. When you bring that seed, if you bring that seed, your seed will bring the seed. Some people, every day is a sin, sin they are preaching about. Don't fornicate. Don't fornicate. The, the rudiments that explains what Christ has done about sin. Are you following me? So, some people, don't tie hair. Don't wear your ring. Okay, tie your hair. Wear your ring. Don't use makeup. That's their own message. Sister, you that is using makeup, hell is your own. How does that consign the, the gospel? John, John chapter 16 from verse 12. Now he was speaking to, to the apostles. He says, I have yet many things to say unto you. John 16 from verse 12. So I have yet many things to say unto you, but ye cannot bear them now. How be it when he, the spirit of truth, is come, he will guide you into all truth. This is true generically for every believer. But in the context of this particular verse, who was he talking to? The apostles. He says, how be it when he, the spirit of truth, is come, he will guide you into all truth. For he shall not speak of himself, but whatever he shall hear, that shall he speak. And he will show you things to come. Now, read verse 15. All things that the Father hath a mind, therefore said I, that he shall take of mine and show it to you. Praise the Lord. Yeah, I just want to go through some verses we touched last week, Monday, so that you know where we are coming from. Ephesians chapter 2 from verse 18. Ephesians 2 from verse 18. It says, For through him we both have access by one spirit unto the Father. So, all of us now. Who does it refer to the both? For through him we both have access. Talking about both Jews and Gentiles. So, he's saying, through Christ, all of us. Now, if you study this chapter properly, he was talking about something about the middle wall of partition. That middle wall of partition was called the law. Now, the law was given to Israel to keep. The law made Israel feel they were special. But the law that was given to them, they could not keep it because there was sin in their nature. Are you following this? This might receive life in Jesus' name. The law was given to Israel to keep, but they could not keep it because of sin in their nature. So, to Israel, even though the law made them special, the law was their condemnation. Are you following this? To the world, because they didn't have the law, they were already condemned. They were not, the world, every other person apart from Israel who had the law was not special. 
So Christ came and destroyed the middle of the partition and made both one. So he's saying here, for he's our peace who had made both one and had broken down the middle of the partition between us, having abolished in his flesh even the law of commandments contained in the ordinances, for to make in himself of twain one new man making peace. Job to verse 18. For through him we both have access by one spirit unto the Father. So all of us we have access by, by the Holy Spirit to the Father. So after may have access by the Holy Spirit to the Father. Verse 19. Now therefore ye are no more strangers and foreigners. So all of us, we are not strangers to God. The Israelite is no more special to God than you. That's what he's saying here. You know, some people don't go and bring oil from, from Israel and say, This oil, we brought it from Israel. It's a special oil. <laughs> Are you following this? They will bring a shofar from Israel. They say, This trumpet, we brought it from Israel. If you blow it, see, you are no more a stranger and foreigner. Your own trumpet here, because of the Holy Spirit, it has the same power that the person even brought from Israel. Are you following this? Now, therefore, you are no more sinners and foreigners, but fellow citizens with the saints and of the household of God. Chapter, I am a fellow citizen with the saints. I am of the household of God. Now, in that sense, in verse 20, and are built upon the foundation of the apostles and prophets. Even though all of us, we are, we are, we are members of the household of God, how are we built? We are built upon the foundation of the apostles and the prophets. Who are the prophets here? The people that spoke about the coming of Christ before he came. Are you following this? Now, he's mentioning apostles before prophets. Not the other way around. Because actually, so if you are going to grow in Christ, you will first of all understand what the apostles said before what the prophets said. Next month, when we are talking about Bible interpretation, you will find that to understand the Bible, you read from New Testament to Old Testament. Not the other way around. You will find that the New Testament explains the Old Testament. We begin with the work of the apostles, then we begin to comprehend what the prophets said. Praise the Lord. It says, and I built upon the banner of the apostles and prophets, Jesus Christ being the chief cornerstone. What does it mean, chief cornerstone? Meaning, if you are building it, we are building a wall in the house where we are laying foundation. There's something called the chief cornerstone. It is that cornerstone that changes direction. Because of Christ Jesus, it is, he is the connection between the, the work of the prophets and the work of the apostles. Praise the Lord. Maybe that's... I hope that's not too much. We understand it, right? Praise the Lord. And a bit of one foundation of the apostles and prophets. So... Our Christian faith today is apostolic. Why? Because it comes from the work of the apostles. Based on the work of Christ Jesus. Praise the Lord. Hey, the way everyone's looking at me here, you understand in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Bring your other mic. It's talking too much. Jesus Christ being the chief cornerstone. Praise the Lord. Ephesians 3. Ephesians 3. Now, this is Ephesians 2. Look at Ephesians 3. Ephesians 3. From verse 1. 
It says, for this cause I, Paul, the prisoner of Jesus Christ, for you Gentiles, if you have heard of the dispensation of the grace of God, which is given me to you world, how that by revelation he made unto me the mystery, as I wrote afore in few words, whereby when ye read, ye may understand my knowledge in the mystery of Christ. So when we read the work of the apostles, we understand their knowledge in the mystery of Christ. We don't read mystery, we read knowledge in their mystery. Praise the Lord. We say Christianity is a mystery, you cannot understand it. No, it was mystery, but now the God has given them knowledge in that mystery. And when we study their work, we receive the knowledge of the mystery, not mystery. Amen. Praise God. Well, when you read, you may understand my knowledge in the mystery of Christ. Verse 5. Which in other ages was not made known unto the sons of men, as it is now revealed by his holy apostles and prophets by his spirits. Are you seeing this? Once again, he's mentioning this again. Holy apostles and prophets. So, there is something called the lordship of the apostles. Amen. Before I go on, does anybody have a question? You have something you want to ask? Something that, as, as I've been talking, something that is disturbing your mind, concerning what I'm saying. Hey, is there the logic of, of the prophets, right? That will take us to the next thing. No, we are not there yet. We are still talking about the apostles. Second Peter chapter three. It says, this second apostle, epistle, this second epistle, beloved, I now write unto you, in both which I stir up your pure minds by way of remembrance, that ye may be mindful of the words which were spoken before by the holy prophets. Now, you see, this time around, Apostle Peter puts the prophets first. The original windows is arranged in the Bible. He says, that they may be mindful of the words which were spoken before by the holy prophets and of the commandments of us, the apostles of the Lord and Savior. Are you seeing this? He's calling the work, the work of the apostles' commandments. Anything you see in the epistles properly explained is not an opinion, it's a commandment. <laughs> Praise God. Mm-hmm. People argue about speaking in tongues. Yet, Paul took three chapters. Three whole chapters of the New Testament talking about speaking in tongues. Peter spoke about it almost throughout the whole book of Acts. Jesus himself spoke about it. You call yourself a Christian and you are arguing against it. Something is wrong. Are you following this? That see, be mindful. Go to verse 1 and see what he's trying to do here. You see, in this second epistle I'm writing to you, beloved, 
I am making sure I stir up your pure mind by way of remembrance. He says, I want to stir you up by reminding you that that's what? That you may be mindful. He says, be mindful of the words which were spoken by the holy prophets and by the commandment of us, the apostles of the Lord and Savior. Praise God. That takes me to the next thing. The Lordship of the written word. Under the Lordship of the written word, there is the Holy Scriptures and the entire Bible. Now, the Holy Scriptures is part of the entire Bible. Do you understand? But the Holy Scriptures gives credence to the Old Testament prophets. Praise God. That's why your question comes under. So, the Lordship of the written word. Anything that is written, you don't play with it. We can't treat um, um, all of that today and even in next class. There is something called the canon of the Bible. The canon of the Bible. Sorry, this particular teaching is, is, is a very serious teaching. Please bring the red marker. The red marker. So, there is the Old Testament. This Old Testament were written by the Holy Prophets. Now, they were not, they are not called holy prophets, eh? Because they never made mistakes. They are called holy prophets because God chose them. Are you seeing this? This is the Old Testament and the New Testament. The Old Testament was written by the, by the prophets, New Testament, the apostles. You now see why whenever they were speaking, they will say by the holy apostles and prophets. Do you notice? Did you notice that pattern? Apostles and prophets. New Testament by the apostles. Old Testament the prophets. So, even though we mentioned the apostles first, when you talk about the written word, it encompasses everything. Praise the Lord. So just like the apostles, I put the work of the apostles first before talking about the written word. Praise the Lord. Let me show you some, some best of the Bible. Second Peter chapter 1. Let's see how fast we can be. Second Peter chapter one of verse sixteen. Second Peter chapter one from verse sixteen it says, For we have not followed cunningly devised fables, when we made not unto you the power and coming of our Lord Jesus Christ, but were eyewitnesses of his majesty. Can, can we all see that verse of the Bible? Even if you don't have it, you can't see the Bible. You can just look at the screen. It's there. 
For we have not fallen cunningly devised tables when we made not unto you the power and common of our Lord Jesus Christ, but were eyewitnesses of his majesty. Verse 17. For he received from God the Father honor and glory when there came such a voice to him from the excellent glory, This is my beloved Son in whom I am well pleased. And this voice which came from heaven we heard when we were with him in the holy mount. Now, what is Peter talking about here? He's talking about the experience they had. Do you remember that scripture in Matthew 17, which is called the Transfiguration? When Christ was transfigured and the white lights came and made, he looked so white. And Peter, James, and John were there and they saw Elijah and they saw Moses. And the voice came and said, This is my beloved son in whom I'm well pleased. Hear ye him. That's the experience he's talking about here. He says, We did not follow calling the vice fields. He said, We saw this thing there. We had the experience. We had this visionary encounter. We saw it. Praise God. They were not sleeping. They were awake. And they saw this. Now, this apostle is telling you something. That there is a more sure word of prophecy more than that thing. Verse 18. He says, And this voice which came from heaven, we heard when we were with him in the holy mouth. Verse 19. We have also a more sure word of prophecy. Whereunto ye do well that ye take heed. As Unto a light that shineth in a dark place until the day dawn and the day star arise in your hearts. He's telling you, even though we saw that thing, there is also a more sure word. He's not discarding it, so he uses the word also. Are you following this? He's he said that what we saw is not wrong. We saw it, but there is also a more sure word of prophecy. What is that sure word? Let's study it. We have also a more sure word of prophecy. Whether unto ye do well that ye take heed. Meaning, pay attention to take heed as unto a light that shineth in a dark place until the day dawn and the day star arise in your hearts. Verse 20. Knowing this first, that no prophecy of the scripture is of any private interpretation. So, what is this more sure word of prophecy? The prophecy of scripture. Are you following this? So, where is he getting it from? It says, For the prophecy came not in old time by the will of men, of man, but holy men of God spake as they were moved of the Holy Ghost. Who is he talking about here? The Old Testament. It says, For the prophecy came not in old time by the will of man, but the holy men of God spake as they were moved of the Holy Ghost. So he's telling you. Old Testament writings. You have to pay, pay attention to it. Do you realize that the early church did not have the New Testament? The first Christians did not have the New Testament. They had the Old Testament. The Old Testament pointed to Christ. Praise God. Okay. Go to Luke chapter 24. Luke 24. This was from verse 25. This was after Jesus rose. And he was coming to meet his apostles. 
Luke 24 verse 25. Then said, then said he unto them, O fools and slow hearts to believe all that the prophets have spoken. Ought not Christ to have suffered these things and to enter into his glory? And beginning at Moses and all the prophets. Are you seeing this now? And beginning at Moses and all the prophets, he expounded unto them in all the scriptures the things concerning himself. What did he do? He expounded to them in all the scriptures the things concerning himself. As the preachers were saying this thing, they have not written New Testament. Jesus was explaining about himself to his disciples from where? Old Testament. Praise God. Now, jump to this 30. I want to show you something. And it came to pass, as he sat at meat with them, he took bread and blessed it and broke it and gave to them. Verse 31. And their eyes were opened, and they knew him, and he vanished out of their sight. Now, Jesus Christ ensured their eyes were not opened initially to see, to have the encounter visionary to see him. He wanted them to see him first from the scriptures before they had a visionary encounter. Any visionary encounter you have after you've not, that does not tally with the written word is invalid. Who is hearing what I'm saying? All those of who say they died and went to hell and went to hell is not long time with the written word. So it's invalid. Look at the pattern Jesus did here. They saw him first from the scriptures before seeing the encounter. Who is following this? They saw him first from the scriptures before seeing the heavenly Jesus that was talking to us. Then he vanished out of their sight. And their eyes were open, and they knew him, and he vanished out of their sight. Now, see verse 32. That's where my emphasis really is. And they said one to another, Did not our hearts burn within us while he talked with us in the way, and he and while he opened the script to us the scriptures? Read that statement again. And they said one to another, Did not our hearts burn within us? And while he talked with us by the way, and why he opened to us the scriptures. What does this mean? The scriptures are only open to you when you can see Christ from them. Did you hear what I'm saying? The Old Testament is only open to you when you can see Christ. Until you can see Christ in the Holy Scriptures, it has not been open to you. We're out of time. The Lordship of the written word. The Lordship of the written word. Let me read one other verse to you to help you out. First Corinthians four verse six. And these things, brethren, I have 
I have in a figure transferred to myself and to Apollos for your sake, that ye might learn in us not to think of men above that which is written. What did he say? He says, I have written these things for your sakes, that ye might learn in us not to think of men above that which is written. You don't see, once a person can show you what's written clearly, anything anybody says is not greater than what's written. When Jesus was upon the earth, Jesus would say, Is it not written in your law? It's not written in the law. For instance, people could argue that Jesus Christ is not God. And at a point in time, Jesus Christ had that argument with the Pharisees and they picked up stones. Let's look at it. And we'll close it from there. John chapter 10. From verse 29. John 10 verse 29. Sorry. It says, My father which gave them me, my father which gave them me is greater than all. And no man is able to pluck them out of my father's hand. Verse 30. I and my father are one. When he said this thing, I and my father are one. See the next verse. And the Jews took up stones again to stone him. You know what? They knew what this means. See what they said. And just answer them. Many good things have I shown you from my, from my father. For which of those works do you stone me? The Jews answered him saying, For a good work we stone thee not, but for blasphemy. And because that thou... Being a man, make it thyself God. Christians don't understand that when Jesus said, I am a father of one, he's saying that he's God. But the Jews understood that if Jesus says, I am a father of one, he's saying, I am God. So they said, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> we are going to stone you right now. Then Jesus answered him saying, Is it not written in your law? I said, They are gods. Are you seeing Jesus say? He says, it's not written in your law. I said, now, nah. <laughs> he say, it's not written in your law, God said. He said, it's not written in your law. I said, you yeah, are God. So he's calling them, you are gods. Now, nah, continue. If he called them gods, unto whom the word of God came, and, cannot, and the scripture cannot be broken. He's telling you, this scripture, those things cannot be broken. You don't, you understand? They have a lordship. And the scripture cannot be broken. If we call them God, unto whom the word of God came. See the, see the response. Verse 36. Say ye of him whom the Father has sanctified and sent into the world that thou blasphemed, because I said I am the Son of God. Now, if people that received the word from me, the Bible called them gods, how much more me that came from the Father himself? That's what he's saying then. Me that I came down from the Father. People who received the word, just because they received the word, they called them gods. How much more me that came? The Father prepared, planned these things, sanctified these things, and I came down. But you see two things there. He has said he is God. He has used that to tell them, I am God. He has also told them, the scripture cannot be broken. 
the scripture. Say after me, the scripture cannot be broken. Praise the Lord. We're out of time. We'll continue next week. Amen. Nana is getting sweet. That will not come out of time. <laughs> Praise God. Hallelujah. I wish I could finish this because next week, next week Monday is the last Monday in June, right? Uh, As the last Monday in June, and the other Mondays in July, we'll be doing barrier. What's barrier? Or we can call it the barrier challenge. Where we'll be studying, we'll be going through everything we've studied before. Mondays, Thursdays, everything we've studied before. You know, maybe they go to church. They go to church. Ask them what did you learn in March. 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 Okay, we marched forward. <laughs> <laughs> they cannot remember what they left in March. So, we want to start out something where we take specific times. So, that will be like eight days. Mondays, Thursdays, Mondays, Thursdays. I won't teach those days. Even if I'm around, I won't teach. The ministers will be Mr. Faith, Mr. Wisdom, and some of you will be called, called to handle the teaching. Just go through what we discuss, who we'll ask questions. Because from August, but that July, on Sundays, we'll be doing Bible class interpretation. How to read and understand the Bible. Then August, we'll enter another phase of teaching entirely. Then we'll do another period before the year runs out. 2021, oh God. Another textbook will come out again. So, Invite all your friends. Tell them his school has opened. <laughs> school, the school of Christ. Amen. Please, five minutes. Let me see how far we can cover. So still on the scripture, Second Timothy three verse fifteen. He says, "And that, and that's from a child." Was talking, Paul was talking to Timothy here. He says, And that from a child thou hast known the holy scriptures, which are able to make thee wise unto salvation through faith, which is in Christ Jesus. So he's trying to say, if you on if you properly understand the old testament scriptures, it can produce the wisdom that will produce salvation in you. See, when the apostles were alive and preaching, they preached salvation from the old testament scriptures. He says, and that from a child thou hast known the holy scriptures which are able to make thee wise unto salvation through faith which is in Christ Jesus. So, there is a wisdom that the Old Testament can impart to your spirit that will produce salvation in you. Praise the Lord. So, the question you asked are, what about the Old Testament? You are seeing it here. The Old Testament is part of the written word, which must be taken seriously. You know, some people say, we don't need the Old Testament. We don't need the Old Testament. Hey. Problem. You need the Old Testament. Praise God. Last verse. 
under the authority of the written word. Now, I would just the point that Old Testament scriptures are a vital and major part of the written word, right? Now, from that, from this space, there is something called the canon. I can just touch it a little bit. The canon is the principle by which the Bible was written. Some say, well, what about some other books? Why is it not part of the Bible? Any book you see in the Bible, in the Old Testament, has Christ at its center. All the books in the Old Testament, one of the ways it was arranged together, it is pointing to Christ. Some of them will not talk about Jesus Christ particularly. Do you understand? But they talk about his genealogy. For instance, you cannot remove the book of Esther. Because without Esther, the story of the people of Israel that carried, that carried the seed through which Christ will come will be missing. Are you following this? All those apocryphal books, all those Maccabees, Tobits, all those these things, they are, they are out of the Bible. Many of them have stories that have nothing to do with Christ, not in the rule of Israel. God has decided that he will God decided that he will bring out the Messiah from Israel. So the books that center on those stories that affected Israel very particularly cannot be played with. Are you following me? The entire Old Testament. Praise God. And from that I was told the Holy Scriptures, which is not we're able to make you wise. Now somebody will say, what about the apostles, the writings of the apostles? Are they not part of scripture? Right now, the writings of the apostles are part of scripture. How do I know? First Peter chapter. Second Peter chapter one. Sorry, first Peter chapter one. From verse 3. It says, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, which according to his abundant mercy hath begotten us again unto a lively hope by the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. Verse 4. So an inheritance incorruptible and undefiled that faded not away reserved in heaven for you, who are kept by the power of God through faith unto salvation, ready to be revealed in the last time. Wherein ye greatly rejoice, though now for a season, if need be, ye are in heaviness through manifold temptations. That the child of your faith being much more precious than, than of gold that perished, though be tried with fire, might be found unto praise and honor and glory at the appearing of Jesus Christ. Whom having not seen ye, Lord, in whom though ye now see him, not yet believing ye, rejoice with joy unspeakable and full of glory. Receiving the end of your faith, even the salvation of your souls. Now, of which salvation the prophets have inquired and said diligently. Do you see this? So, the writings of the prophets talk about the salvation that Christ was going to bring. You see this? Of which salvation the prophets have inquired and said diligently, who prophesied of the grace that should come unto you? Searching what or what manner of time the Spirit of Christ which was in them did signify when it testified, it testified beforehand the sufferings of Christ and the glory that should follow. Unto him it was revealed that not only themselves, but unto us they did minister the things which are now reported unto you by them that have preached the gospel. Now, pay attention. It's, it's looking funny here, right? It's looking complex. 
What's he trying to say? He says, it was revealed. This thing that was revealed unto them, it was not for them, but unto us. That's the apostles now. Are you seeing this? But unto us they did minister the things which are now reported by them that have preached the gospel. Who are the them that preached the gospel? The apostles. Unto you with the Holy Ghost sends down from heaven. Oh. It's a little bit. Do you, have another, do you have another translation? Please, give me another translation. King James, give me Okay, this is HCB. I don't know what HCB, HCSB means, but I know it's that bad translation. It said, It was revealed to them that they were not serving themselves, but you concerning things that have now been announced to you, by to you through those who preach the gospel to you, by the Holy Spirit sent from heaven. What's he trying to say? The things that the prophets Set and inquire diligently, they were for you. I would, I would, do you understand that one? You understand it at that point? They were not serving themselves, but concerning, but concerning things that have now been announced to you through those who preach the gospel. He's trying to say that what we are announcing to you is actually based on what they have announced to us. English, oh. <laughs> Today, when I was studying this, I'm like, how will I break it down for them to understand? I was just thinking. It's not only them. What they announced to you, we, we carried it to you. What they are trying to announce to you, it was for you, but they couldn't get to you. But they are, So they announced it to us. We have not carried it to you. So, they announced to them, the apostles who received the Holy Ghost sent from heaven, they came and preached the gospel to you. So, the apostles explained the things that the prophets were trying to say. Have you gotten it? Is he scattered back? Okay, let me just make it easy. See the prophets. The prophets were talking, 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 talking. You did not hear them. You were a thousand years ago in your mother's womb. So, when the prophets finished talking, the apostles came by the Holy Spirit carried that gospel. Eh? Understood it by the Holy Spirit sent from heaven and then they came and Give it to you. Do you understand? So somebody said, where is the the apostles? The apostles is the link between the Old Testament guys and you. Without the apostles, you will not have heard the gospel. Even though the Old Testament prophets are prophesied the thing and the thing actually happened. Without the apostles, it will not have gotten to you. You get it. So it is through the apostles we understand what was written by the prophets. It is through the apostles we explain everything the prophet explained it as they, they digested it by the Holy Spirit, broke it down, they now made it available to you. Amen. Onto the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. Thank you for listening to the sermon. We hope you have been blessed by the teaching. Please visit our website, newbridgeccng.org to download more of our sermons. Remain blessed.